0: section 6 of riverdale stories this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org riverdale stories by oliver optic the young voyagers chapter 1 frank lee was about 10 years old he was generally a very good boy though sometimes a love of fun and mischief would lead him astray. His father was a very rich man. He owned more houses and lands and had more money than any other man in Riverdale, so Frank had everything he needed to make him happy. He was the brother of Flora Lee, whom my young friends have read about in The Little Merchant, but he was not always so good as Flora. She always minded her father and mother but Frank would sometimes forget what they had told him. One afternoon, when school did not keep, Frank went off to play with some other boys. The place chosen for their sports was near the house of Mrs. White, and not far from the river. After he had played a while, he got tired of the fun and left the other boys. He thought he would take a walk down the river and see if he could find any lilies. He knew that Flora was very fond of the pretty white lilies that grow in ponds and rivers, and he wished to carry her a few. As he walked along, he cut a forked stick with which he could get the lilies out of the water. He walked some distance without finding any lilies within his reach. There were plenty of them, but they were so far from the bank that he could not reach them with his forked stick. Then he thought, if he only had a boat, he could get just as many lilies as he wanted, There were plenty of boats on the river, and his father owned one, in which he had often sailed. But his father had told him never to get into a boat unless he or some other man should be with him. It was proper and right for his father to give him this strict charge, for little boys ought never to be allowed to go out in boats alone. Frank thought his father was more nice than wise about it. He did not see why he should not take a sail and have a good time on the water as well as anybody else. He thought he could manage a boat very well. Boys are very apt to think they know more than their parents, and they often get into trouble for this reason. The best way is always to mind father and mother. You will think so when you have read my story, if you do not think so now. Frank was sorry he could not find any lilies, for he wanted to surprise Flora, whom he loved very much. He meant to put a whole bunch of them around her plate at the tea-table, he had thought just how he would place them and how pretty they would look he could almost see the smile of pleasure on his sister's face as she came to the table he wanted so much to find the lilies that he could not give up the search he walked on a little farther and as he came around a bend of the river he saw a boy hard at work on the bank when frank reached the spot he found it was joe birch he had gathered a lot of rails and old boards Some of them he had taken from the fences, which was wrong, for it let the horses and cows out of the pasture into fields, where they were not wanted. Joe was making a raft out of these boards and rails. It was almost finished when Frank arrived, so he thought he would stop and see Joe go down the river on it. He did not then think of such a thing as going with him, for Joe was known in Riverdale as a bad boy. His father had told him not to play with him, for he would swear, lie, and even steal. He had been in a great many scrapes, and all the good boys shunned him. "'Hello, Frankly," said Joe, when he saw the lily hunter. "'What are you going to make?' asked Frank. "'I am making a raft. I am going to have a first-rate sail down the river,' replied Joe. "'Where did you get these boards and rails?' "'I got them from the fences, and if you tell anybody, I'll break your head.' "'That was not right.' "'Who says so?' I don't think it is. You will let the cattle out of the pasture into the cornfields and gardens. Oh, don't you cry. I am not crying. Well, if you tell anybody about the rails, I'll make you cry. That is all. Frank thought he would walk along, for he did not like the little bully. Do you know what a bully is? Well, it is a boy or a man who is all the time talking about whipping others. He tries to make others afraid of him by big talk. Just as Joe tried to frighten Frank, with all their big talk, they are often cowards. "'Can you tell me where I can get any lilies?' asked Frank, after he had started to go. "'Don't you see them all around you?' replied Joe. "'Yes, but they are so far out that I cannot get them.' "'Wait a minute or two, and I will get some for you,' added Joe. This seemed very kind of him. Indeed, it was not at all like Joe, for he was hardly ever known to do anything for others.' When his companions asked a favor of him, he would almost always refuse, and it was a real pleasure for him to deny them he was so cross and ugly. "'I will give you something, if you will,' said Frank, as he looked out to the place where the top of the water was almost white with full-blown lilies. Frank put his hand into his pocket and drew out ever so many things, just such as you will find in nearly every boy's pocket. There was a knife, a lead pencil, three or four slate pencils. A tin whistle, a brass button, an old flint, a piece of chalk, three peppermints, and two cents, in specie. I will give you this whistle. Pooh, what's it good for? It will whistle first-rate, said Frank, as he blew it with all his might, so as to show Joe what a smart whistle it was. I don't want it. What else have you got? And Joe stopped his work for a moment to look at the contents of Frank's pocket. Give me the two cents, and I will. You shall have them, if you will get me, hmm, let me see, twenty lilies. Give us the two cents, then." And Frank handed him the money. Now our little friend thought he had made a good bargain, and that he was very sharp to make Joe get him twenty lilies for two cents. But he ought not to have given him the money till he got the lilies. The best time to pay is after the work is done. Frank waited a little longer till Joe finished the raft, and then he helped him slide it off the land into the water. "'Don't you want to go with me?' asked Joe. "'No, I guess not,' replied Frank. "'Why not?' "'My father told me never to go in a boat unless there was a man with me. "Pooh, This ain't a boat!' "'It isn't, is it?' said Frank, musing. "'Your father didn't tell you not to go on a raft.' added joe who wanted frank to help him push the raft out from the shore as he could not do it well alone frank knew very well what his father meant when he told him not to go in a boat but he wanted to go so much that he stepped on the raft with joe he did not stop to think much about the matter if he had i do not believe he would have gone the very fact of being in the company of joe birch was enough to assure him he was wrong when we are tempted we ought to stop and think, and very often this will keep us from going astray. End of Section six recording by Scarlett, Louisiana